Welcome back to Bible Plus today. We're in Romans 14. The good news of the gospel of God makes sinners into sons to be members of Christ's body and it's expressed in churches. Okay, this is amazing. This is the power of God in the gospel. Uh, so in Romans 12, what we saw was that the gospel makes us the body of Christ. Uh, today, starting in Romans 14, we're starting to see that there's an actual expression of the body of Christ on earth. The body is expressed in churches where we can actually see, taste, touch, experience the body life. It's not just something ethereal or in the heavens, but something we can actually experience today. Um, there's this common sentiment that perhaps you've heard of or experienced, and it's this. Uh, the church I love, Lord, it's the people that sometimes I just can't stand. You ever heard that? That's a, that's a problem if the Lord wants to build up the, the church. Uh, the problem is our natural disposition. It's, it's, it's a need for transformation. So in order to receive fellow believers, which we're going to talk about today in Romans 14, we need transformation. Thus, Romans 12, 2, which is be transformed by the renewing of the mind, is absolutely necessary in order to have Romans 14, where we receive one another for the church life. For the practical church life, where the members of the body are actually built up together, we need to receive the believers, not despise or judge. So we're going to look at a few ways of how to receive the believers in Romans 14 with four verses. Okay, first Romans 14, 1. We want to receive the believers according to God's receiving. Romans 14, 1 says, Now him who is weak in faith receive, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his considerations. Do you know what we call a person who is weak in faith? We call them a person who has faith. That means a member of the household of the faith whom God has already received. And if God's received them, what should we do? Receive them, fellowship with them, love them, pray with them. Unfortunately, in our Christian church history over the centuries, what has happened is the end of this verse, passing judgment on one another's considerations. Fortunately, much too often, leading to many divisions, whether it's been doctrinal disagreements, worship style preferences, or tradition and cultural differences, there's been a shortage of receiving all the members. This is because of a shortage in transformation. So shortage in receiving members equals shortage in transformation. Church history, we can, it can be seen as children playing with their toys children who need to grow and be transformed, and good toys, um, toys like doctrines, practices, teachings. And uh, we need to grow and be transformed so we could drop our toys and receive all the members. The Bible never says that Christ died for a doctrine or a practice, but it does say that he died for the church. Okay, another way we want to receive the believers is in light of the judgment seat. This is, this is more serious. This is 14.10. Let me read that. But you, why do you judge your brother? Or you, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Okay, this is a, it's a serious thing with the Lord about receiving the believers. Um, another, another way of receiving the believers in this chapter is uh, 14, verse 15. I'm going to read that. 
For if because of food your brother is wounded, you no longer walk according to love. Do not destroy by your food that man for whom Christ died. So how how sad that would be if the only believers we could fellowship with are ones that are just like us in every way and match our preference. When Christ has died for every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. So for this kind of receiving, we need a transformed love so we can receive all the believers in love. Um, Another way of receiving is for the kingdom of life. And this is seen in verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So in Paul's realization that church should actually be the kingdom of God today. It should be a place where Christ is enthroned among his people and he rules. For this, we need three things. We need righteousness with ourselves. We need to be right. We need the Lord for this. Um, We need peace with others. The kingdom, it's not a matter of eating and drinking, you know, whether you, you have a inclination to to stay away from a certain food. It's not over doctrinal disagreements and little petty things that are not essential to the Christian faith. Uh, we, we, never, we never compromise with the Christian faith, but all these things like eating, drinking, um, minor doctrinal disagreements, these have, these have divided the church and we don't want to um, have, have regard for those in that way. Um, we want to have peace with others receive all the members whom he has received and then lastly we have so we have righteousness we have peace and lastly we have joy towards god this is the condition in a church life where you can see the kingdom of god and it's not for the next age it's for this age it's in the church life the kingdom of god is in this chapter in this kind of church living among the members okay so to wrap up What did we see today and talk about in Romans 14? The gospel of God, it makes sinners into sons to be members of the body of Christ. But the body actually and practically needs to be seen. And it's seen today in churches where we actually are. Local churches where we can meet up with one another and see the kingdom life. For this, we surely need to be transformed so we can be with all God's people that are of the household of the faith. Um, hope you enjoyed today. We'll see y'all later. Take care.